Everyone knows you should never take a physicist to a sci-fi movie. The same can be said about a biologist and a creature feature. We can point out how certain things are biologically unlikely or downright impossible, but that would be boring. So rather than pointing out what can't happen, why not ask ourselves, what if it was real? So using my super nerd levels of knowledge about biology, physics, and mythical creatures, my friends and I will explore how different creatures could have actually evolved on our planet and what they potentially would look like. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to A Real Creature Feature. My name is Mac. I'm Mike. I'm Dean. And today we are going to talk about hippogriffs. Griffiths. Now, now Michael, what no. is a hippogriff? No. It's okay. Dean, what is a hippogriff? <laughs> Fine. Be that hippogriff as an eagle top and a horsey bottom. Or is it bottom? Because uh, oh, so now now that's making me think of uh, like those uh, how centaur wear jeans, and it's like where it's only like the legs is like because so in my brain I have like literally that's the bottom is like where it's just the legs and like this weird long pant, and then the top is all feathers and like eagle. The very back, the very back legs are horsey. It got eagles claws as the front two legs. It's got wings and an eagle's head. It's kind of like human centipede, where they but they cut the horse in half and then put it on the back end of, because that's how it always pictured. Because it's like because then they have a delineation between the um, feathered eagle and the non-feathered horse. A lot of times, the, the best griffin was from the Owl House. Not a griffin. They look well. There, we're talking about hippogriffs. Yes. What's what's the difference between a hippogriff and a griffin then? A hippogriff is the front half is an eagle, the back half is a horse. A griffin is the front half is an eagle, the back half is a lion. See, this is now we're going to get into this. What defines a centaur territory? All of a sudden, no, not really. I mean, because I, I mean, I feel like in some of these descriptions, then we're going to end up having this event of what makes. A does it always have to be a horse? Yes, that's yeah. So um, I I looked this up. Uh, the word hippogriff, also spelled hippogriff with the ph, um, is derived from the ancient Greek of hippos, meaning horse. So yes, so hippo horse. So hippo. Um, and then uh, the the Italian griffo, meaning griffin, which it is weird that because it was like the definition was like it denotes the mythical creature so it was like half horse half mythical creature it was like okay that's weird but no if you actually look up the definition of what griff um means it basically just means hooked nose so like a the beak hooked beak so it's a horse with a hooked beak okay. the horses are have hippo in their name because mm. of the horse yep. aspect and, and, it uh, elephant, to, not elephant, and it leads back to Poseidon. Yeah. Oh, that bastard. Yeah. And then hippos, they were called water horses. Well, because they're horses and they live in the water. I also learned really Walruses recently. Walruses are also connected with that. Yeah. Uh, I also learned really recently about hippos. Hippos can't swim. They just walk on the bottom. They, yep. The bottom. They sink to the bottom and they just run at you, which is terrifying. Yeah. Well, they're not going to, well, they're not going to run at me because I'm not going near them. I mean, this honestly feels like 
like I said, I'm going to argue this still, but that's fine. We can talk. We'll talk hippogriffs now that I learned etymology. But what does language really mean anyway? Words mean nothing anymore. Uh, words are arbitrary things that we give to random stuff. I used to I used to be a big believer in words have meaning until I met a girl who I worked with. Her favorite cat, her favorite idiom was that train has sailed and it broke me every oh. time she said it. Yeah. And eventually I said, words have meaning. And she's like, but the word meaning of the words can change. And I'm like, mouth sounds have purpose. So this is the thing about it. Uh, so as a dyslexic person who has always had ink problems with language in general, uh, I have always been of that opinion that it's like, no words have meaning. And that's basically how I keep up with stuff. It, this, this is a meaning. This has a particular meaning. You can't change those things around because then everybody will be like me and you can't, and you don't want that. So, uh, I, yeah, I'm but not, it's also like literally, yeah. literally now the definition of literally has changed to meaning sometimes used in a figurative manner. I'm going to figuratively beat you with a literal hammer. Are we seriously just sticking to then yeah. hippogriffs period? Yeah. Oh boy, this is because I have a I have, I have a different ideas for uh, Griffin. In the I Owl can... House, the Griffin is an actual Griffin, where its front half is bird yeah. and its back half is lion. I, well, I know that. So I know like, that now. Yeah. So unlike other things, I'm probably not gonna establish much of like an evolutionary trail, just because I'm like we've talked about like horses multiple times, like all that stuff. But so this is also going to be different. And how I'm going to be approaching it, because this time I'm going to be going through certain checkpoints and everything else like that. Uh, so first off, why do so in this scenario that it evolved, it's the like the why does the hippogriff have horse like legs? Like what benefit would that be? Because it's a thing that flies, so it doesn't really need to be able to run long distance. So why would it need those things? As it grew up on the uh, oh shoot! What are those things called from up? Uh, mesa. Yeah, mesas. The plateaus. Nice, yeah. big, large, flat areas, but they have to get to the other one, so they do have to fly. So plenty of mesas that are nice and big that they can run and romp and play, but they still need to fly to get to the other mesas. Ha ha! And get or get down from the mesas. Yeah, go up to the mesas as protection. There you go. Which, yeah, that's a good benefit. Um, it's not going to be... Uh, so what I was thinking about was more for defense purposes in the sense of having powerful... Le well, there's a couple different reasons for uh, one of them. But it was like, then as defense mechanisms to have like powerful, strong legs that they can use for kicking. And uh, so it, a lot of times the hippogriffs are depicted with fronts uh, having talon, like bird-like feet. So it's like powerful, I may imagine talons at the end of really powerful horse legs and how terrifying that would. So that's where that was the one of the ideas I came up with. But yeah, that's a good idea, too, because it involved in, in the environment where it's like so they can get from like they aren't probably still not going to be able to run as well as a horse because of those talons, those particular grippy feet aren't as conducive to um, running as compared to like an ostrich's uh, talent. Cause I kind of did yeah. want to keep that like grabby ability. Yeah. Ostriches I don't know. have very well, I don't... 
There could be. They could be. Can ostriches grab things with their feet? I don't believe they. I don't think so, but we could be talking about two members of the same species, just in different areas, and they have to develop differently. Yeah, there's difference between a zebra and a horse, a zebra and a donkey, or something like that. Or, I mean, even just the birds on the um, Galapagos. Galapagos. And then you have the Galapagos tortoises. Themselves were slightly different. I don't believe that, because they're not like birds of prey, so they can't grab with their feet, because they also run basically tiptoed. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they they're feet aren't designed for grabbing because it's like also like our feet our feet aren't really designed for grabbing anymore yeah and they're yeah meant for walking in so we lost all the dexterity most of the dexterity there are some people that can still do do have their dexterity which is insane that they can write and draw and paint yeah i'll tell you this though i wouldn't want to get in front of an ostrich trying to get to its eggs those suckers those suckers kick and the other thing is they have that sharp they have that one big sharp talon right at the front yep yep so yeah, either uh, our griff or our hippogriffs are gonna have basically front ostrich-like legs or um, more grippy feet. Uh, you want to go grippy, which I mean makes sense. I yeah. mean, I assume this thing would. Though I guess it doesn't really matter for the grippiness. It is more for the slashy. So a uh, an ostrich legs probably would be better, or ostrich um... feet. I mean, it depends on what you want to go with. Do you want do you want something that's trying to catch out of midair or do you want something that's because then you'd end up if you're trying to catch out of midair, then you have more of the talon like a bird of prey. Yeah. And that's the thing is we would have to discuss about what is their source of food, Mm -hmm. because if they're like a horse, they're grazing animals. And the only purpose for those wings is to get away from predator or they are also kind of predatory maybe omnivorous omnivorous and uh and then so they also grab them i was gonna say what if they could be carry-on what if they could be carrion animals just you know something else has already taken you know yeah. has already they're 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 taking the leftovers from the kill yeah yeah but then also well i guess yeah with that it's like then it would still be able to grab onto it and then go somewhere else yeah to save it from um predator yeah save the food from predators or it could be a combination of all of them because like dean said there could be different variants just like there are different variants of birds what i've only ever seen two birds in my life and they were the same they were the same bird uh so now i was actually trying to think about this for uh the back legs that maybe they how they could still have hooves or hoof like um feet and the reason why i was thinking about that and also to justify having really strong back legs too was uh, as a way to launch themselves up easier and then um and then having like these more sturdy single point um spot like on their on their feet so that they will have be able to put as much effort and energy into those single spots to hopefully lift off easier because yeah it's like yeah uh, i don't know i didn't have anything uh i had something in my brain then it went away real fast because uh it's like it didn't make sense are we are we talking like vertical takeoff like a helicopter? Um, no. Um, more like um, sl- because that would involve straight up. No, I meant like it'd be going up at like a forty-five degree angle or something, uh, like jumping, okay. not not uh, vertical ups. Okay. Yeah, and then it would have those legs to help propel it up faster and easier. Nice. What if they just take off like an airplane, just 
get that speed up and then just well, yes that's but i'm saying like this is like because that's basically how so it's um the evolution of her of wings it was like how did they form and why did they form and some of the ideas of like the mechanisms of which they were um like evolving for and it was like oh it was just to be able to kind of glide more or it would help out like with jumping that they can jump up and like uh, flap a little bit and go up higher stuff like that so it depends on the part of their evolution i was just thinking for like that one last jolt of energy rather than just being like a plane because okay. yeah birds also do that too where they will start running in one direction start flapping and moving up that's cool yeah uh and then um i was so yeah i was like i kind of like that idea of having those hooves because then it's also also for defensive weapons uh it would hurt like hell to get kicked by that too and this is also these are legs that are good for running and you know causing them to jump so it'd be even stronger for like that 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 quick snap energy release. Ooh, that would be and now for uh, a real big question is where are the wings gonna be well i mean with so many of these depend and every one of these creatures not just i know we're going outside of territory here but on every creature it seems like they're coming outside of just above the front legs over what would be the shoulder blade of of any other animal it would be like what we would think of as the the uh the artistic interpretation of the angel. Yeah. So. So. As of physics and mechanical engineer engineering and like a whole bunch of other stuff, I cannot see a way that that could ever be possible. Because uh, where would the muscles for the wings to flap and for flight actually go? No. Yeah. So yeah, that's the problem. Is uh, so yeah, you got to think about like, well, birds have that uh, giant sternum, and that helps with flapping. Well, if uh... you have uh, legs that are in front of that, that means the, those muscles aren't connected to that sternum because there's the muscles and leg in the way. What if hmm. you push the front legs back a bit so that okay. wings can still have that sternum? So I was thinking about that. So I have like three different mecha three different layouts. Also, I wouldn't say why why didn't we put the front legs more far back? I was like, well, no, how you'd say it is. Um the wings are the most forward limbs. You're the most forward. Yes, I am. Uh so in because you know, we gotta think about it, it's a sick uh six legged creature. So yeah. uh, you know, one, two, one, two, like a insect that 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 basic layout. Yeah. So then the first two limbs are the wings okay now imagine if you will that kind of structure and you can see where there might be a little issue with that and well, it's with balance i was gonna say we're, we're heading into now centaur territory it's gonna have to more curved angle unless this thing can have a unless the wings can serve as a counterweight when not in use yeah which yeah, there could be that too where it's a counterweight but i'm like i don't think wings are gonna ever be that heavy to need that much of a counterweight well, on the back that's, end. Well, that's going to lead to me to asking another question a little later. Yeah. So that's what that was my first one. Okay. Um, and th this is I'm going to skip over the middle one because uh, just because it's fun. Uh, the last one is uh, butt wings. Wings. Yeah. Basically, yeah. The back legs. Are. And I was sitting there. Uh, so the problem with the first one that I I thought of was that then the back end would have to be shorter to help with balance purposes. And then in this one, 
the front end would have to be shorter to balance out. But then also you'd have to have a really beefy tail because I'm like, that's a lot of weight up front. So I was like, the only uh, placement that I can think of where it would make sense was if it's the middle limbs. And like, maybe you could have it still that it forward a little bit or something like that, but it can't be. Yeah. Like I said, can't be one above the other. And that one. So that because I'm like, that's also kind of like the middle of the body. So it'd be yeah. good for balance purposes. And then you can still have, um, and then you could have a thicker tail for more balance if it's needed. Um, Cause I was also thinking about that too, with like birds and a whole bunch of flying things. You kind of need that back fin to keep you, you kind of leveled and everything else. So the tail would look different than a horse. Yeah. And eh, no, it could probably still look like a bird's tail in many aspects. So, so because it would, would it have so it'd have to have a bird's tail because what is the i mean or like um toothless yeah from uh how to train a dragon that they had that weird fan at the end the whole purpose of the tail would be used for basically you know wouldn't it be for like steerage to get yourself yep uh yeah steerage rudder and then also balance because so now i mean so it would have to be so it'd have to basically be one of the two like now you make me think about the Rocketeer. I love that movie. I don't care what anyone. So when they first use the, so when they first try and use the jetpack, he doesn't have. He has a just a standard helmet that he wears and has absolutely no control until they put on essentially a rudder system so that he can then can use airflow to control where he goes. I love. It. I don't care what anyone says. It's neat. Yes. Uh, sad. It's but it's also just sad because we can't rocket. No packs like that like it, it's interesting watching like mandalorian and then seeing the jetpacks but it was just like no um there is a group of like um there's a group of like mountain rescuers that they were showing using some sort of a um like a propeller pack those things or... i don't remember exactly what it was but it was jetpack like not like a real jetpack like you know rocketeer yeah. style but very jetpack like to try and expedite um mountain rescues. Yeah. I'm like there are pra- there are uses for them, but it was more of the the cuz the limit of flight time. Mm-hmm. That's the only limiting factor. Yeah. Well, you don't need like a lot of uh I don't, and again, you don't need a lot of flight time if you're just trying to like jetpack to get to someone for safety, like to get them yeah. to help, you know, get them safe, get them some, you know, some sort of like emergency supplies so you can stabilize so that they can be stabilized. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's and then, yeah, probably can't get the person back anywhere. Yeah. Jetpack paramedics. They have they have very Iron Man style look to them because they oh, also have stuff on their feet. Oh, yeah. Like, for yeah. For balancing. Yeah. Because I've very... seen those two where it was like, yeah, these arm jets. Yep. Yep. It's that design. Yeah. I've yeah. seen stuff like that. They're very cool. Yeah. There was that dude that was like out by L.A. that uh, had like a rocket pack, but I don't know if like. He was like near the airport and there were like people angry about him. I can't imagine why someone, you know, potentially hovering around, you know, an airport would be so mad. I mean, that's that would be worse than bird strike. Okay, so, yeah, we have that basic design or basic structure of like wing leg wing leg and then uh, a fan tail or a tail that can fan out later because you want to keep it. And so. Like before, I also don't like the idea of having like a mix of fur and feathers just because 
that's like it could still be uh feathers that look more like fur like fine fur like that and stuff like that but it's also dependent on what environment they live in and a whole bunch i just think you're a coward for not wanting to mix your mediums like that it's more of an aesthetic thing at that point it's not even like a cowardice thing it's like i just don't like that look of it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's fine. I mean, if we can just remember, you're not real, buddy. Sorry. Uh, but that's the whole purpose of this show. Yeah. You want to make um, them real? Yeah. Let me, let a man dream. Now, also, now, because I was just thinking about this too, is um, based off their diet, their head's going to be different than just like an eagle. So I was like, oh, it would be kind of interesting to see basically an eagle's head that's has incorporates the basic design idea for like uh horse's teeth so like it could still have that forward hooking jaw or beak not jaw and then having like farther back where the molars are on horses and like but that's like a flat plate then basic four in that beak birds with teeth that's yeah horrible. pretty much yeah geese what geese Ooh. they don't have teeth they have like a modified structure i think it's like a modified tongue actually but yeah they're oh. terrifying look but ah. in this yeah those do look Penguins like teeth. Who have no fucking tongues. Yeah, them too. Gross. Oh, monstrous. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then, uh, yeah, it'd still be kind of cool to have, like, a feathery mane then, too. Because then also that could be used as, like, a rudder system, too, on their head. So it can um, help guide them. Because uh, it was, like, with the plesiosaur when you were talking about that, that its neck was so stiff. And that was because if it wasn't stiff, then it could easily veer off in one direction so it's like if it has like a rudder on its head too then it could still have like a longer neck and then it won't have to worry about um pulling itself in one direction or another it like will help stabilize it yeah no, that's that's a good idea yeah and then I, so then i was also trying to think about what kind of like its hooves like would it still have like the singular hoof like horse or would it be more beneficial to have that cloven hoof because it was like, then it would still have like the talon like spots, and then it would also be easier for grippy purposes of like kicking off. I know nothing, Jon Snow. I wish I knew something, but I know nothing. Again, we have to establish that this thing would not be as big as what we are thinking it would be. It definitely wouldn't be the size of a horse because that's huge. And uh, so, like, to be able to fly, it would have to be um, a lot skinnier and a lot smaller. Now, in this world that we've created that they have a human analog which the centaur would not be the human analog for this because why would a centaur ride a hippogriff when it's probably they're about roughly the same size so for that one i'm gonna just say that there is would have to be some kind of um human analog that's smaller that has for breeding like so that it could like potentially tame it and then breed it like we did with horses to make them no, this is this is basically the Knack Mac Fiegel tying up, uh, getting on some pigeons and going out. Yeah. So no, it's basically we and because uh in nature a thing couldn't be big because it would won't have access to that much calories for purposes of being big. But since it is a would be a domesticated creature, it could be bigger than it would be in nature. Why don't we just Thanos snap and make everything else bigger for? It? Why do we have to make the hippogriff smaller? So that because horses were smaller, also, Boo. Ho horses weren't the size that we are thinking horses were are now. We bred them to be bigger. Now I'm thinking little Sebastian-sized horses. 
I don't know. Parks and Rec? Watch Parks and Rec, dude. You don't know about Lil Sebastian? The greatest tiny the greatest tiny horse ever. Yeah, so think about prehistoric horses. Prehistoric horses weren't all that big, and then we bred them to be bigger, just like the Mastiff is also bigger than a wolf and also a leader dog. And yes, I guess you could technically have uh, miniature griffins or hippogriffs, just like you have miniature ponies. Train of thought, you're right. So mm-hmm. good. I want my good. I want my I want my small griffin. Hippogriff. I want I want both. I want it all. Yeah, that one we would have to establish like a house griffin. Problem with griffins is they burp up spiders. Ah, they do spider breath. And that's breath. and that's an anatomical correct. Yes. What? Thing. It's from it's from the owl house. They have no. spider breath. But why are they eating spiders? They aren't eating spiders. Yeah. Yeah. Mystery Bone. I like Mystery. No, that's no Mystery Bone Two. That's not Mystery well, Bone One. There's Mystery Bone One somewhere, like right inside the sternum, by the keel. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so you you can see uh, the issue where uh, connect where like the shoulder is for the bird wing to where the sternum is. It's straight down, and that that's means... what the Mystery Bone is. Then we can get rid of the Mystery Bone and put it there. But no. Because it wouldn't be enough uh, space for that the muscle to actually properly move. Then oh, because yeah, think about look at how how much motion in the shoulders it is when a bird's flying. I'm just going to going to credit the illustration. He's apparently uh, Dr. Emily Johnson. He's apparently she's a zoo archaeologist mm-hmm. doing, and so she has a PhD in archaeology. And apparently on the side talks about fantastic bones. Yeah. But yeah, they have a pretty good idea, like a good interesting idea for like the different leg bones. But yeah, like I said, I would say including two mystery bones. Yeah, which is weird that she's including the mystery bone. Well, I think the idea is that again, if you're going to create a fantastic beast, you know, it it's a it's a flux capacitor. It can't, yeah. But I mean, it can't just have you know, like you're saying, it can't have a normal skeletal structure, at least the standard skeletal structure that we know of. Yeah. So it has to have something. What I like is the coloration, which tells you which parts of it are avian, which parts of it are horse, and which parts of it are, you know, a mixture of them. Yeah. And then the the inclusion of the two mystery bones are there, I assume, with purpose to either, like, mystery bone one is, is like, in that sternum area? No, it's on, it's on the side of the sides. I can't tell. Oh, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it would be, because the sternum is that big pink like pink blob in the middle. Um, That's where its breast would be. Yes. Just like a chicken breast. Yep. Or a pigeon breast. Yep. And so, yeah, that mystery bone, I don't, it looks like it would be, no, that's the furcula. Because I was like, it's not a wishbone. Because that's already the, I'm pretty sure that's what a furcula is. But yeah, no matter what, it's confusing and weird. And that's why they don't actually exist on our planet. Because it wouldn't, it doesn't make any sense. It has two mystery bones. Here's actual proper annotation. This is the footnote of picture. So hippogriff skeleton. No, just saying who to With credit who. Annotated ske- oh, okay. Yeah. Rattlecat made. Yeah, dude. Dude named Rattlecat made it, and Emily Johnson labeled all the bones and colored out and colorless. Even even she e- couldn't recognize she the bones. Yeah. Rattlecat, yeah. Rattlecat's like this is what bones are, <laughs> and they can talk about that as they want. And then Doctor Johnson's like. Well, here's what they would be if compared to avians and horses. 
So archaeologist or man. Doesn't look like she has an Instagram. No, but she does have a Twitster. Yeah, I don't have a Twitster. Why not? It's such a it's such a lovely place to be. It's so wholesome. Okay, we got a little off track here. What were we talking about? Griffins. Griffins. I don't know. Yeah, sorry. Hippogriffs. Oh yeah, hippogriffs. Stop I, saying I, griffins. I, you threw me off. I can't help it. Okay. Hippo. 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 No. Hippocampus. Hippogryphons. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, I. That's my basic idea of what it would look like. Is this smaller, skinnier, um, horse with wings? Why couldn't it be a beefcake? Because how would it fly? This is now. I'm going to get into this question then. Currently. Birds have hollow bones because they need that. They can't have that weight to them so they can fly. Are we talking hollow boned griffin? Uh, gr- Probably. Hippogriff? Probably. Yeah, sure. Uh, they're also like they were doing stuff with like they're talking about with dinosaur bones, too. And yeah. dinosaur bones are also very interesting. What about dinosaur bones make them interesting? Uh, so um, notice how much bigger the largest dinosaur is compared to the elephant. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Like well, how, it is interesting. how can it be so much bigger? And well, that there there was ideas that there were like air sacs in the bones. And there been there's been more research into that idea. So now with the idea that the hippogriff would have hollow bone, mm-hmm. the hollow bone, the hollow bone theory leads me to ask the next question. Obviously, if it would be smaller, how big could it get before like granted bones are strong, but would it could it be crushed under its own weight at some point if it got big enough? Well, if it got big enough, yes. Um, you can be crushed under your own weight if you got big enough. Well, I'm working on it right now. Stop judging. Uh, no, I, uh, born to judge, bud. But so that would be the thing is like naturally, because that's the the limiting factor of a lot of things in nature is you could only get so fat in nature uh, with some give and take, like depending on what in kind of uh, species or like humans. Of course you can, because like if you're eating a lot of fat, you are also for di- winter and stuff like that. How much people are giving you and how much you take from them. Exactly. Now, now with this is if this thing is flying, it has to keep itself in some kind of balance, too, because if it's too heavy, then it can't fly. And if it can't fly, then it will, depending on what its food source ends up to being, it could limit amount food that it's eating so therefore it will lose weight potentially or it will or its metabolism slows down because that's actually how it works when you start starving yourself your metabolism slows down so that you don't use as much energy (laughs) but yeah so next week or next time uh, we're gonna talk about the dragons is it that time already it's that time already my goodness an actual dragon no now, wyverns oh the oh actual dragon um <laughs> a true wait, dragon. Wait. true 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 eastern dragon long thin body crawling around no because oh, i did no falcor stupid oh wow that was <laughs> stupid western dragons instead we're gonna deal with smaug yo gross i think we should talk about the real thick boy We'll talk. Oh, we will no, talk. Holy cat boy. We'll talk. We'll talk about Theranagoth. That would be fun. Not, but, but yeah, but well, well, we'll bring them up. Not really, but yes. Yeah. Well, no, it was more of a. Well, we're not going to be focusing on that thick boy because of reasons. Well, obviously. obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. Yep. Well, just like why the, the griffin or the hippogriff couldn't be fat. Yeah. 
it's it's the idea of that it would lose its a lot of what is the capabilities of why uh like it would lose a lot of the ability to do the things that it would need to as a dragon yep so though i have uh there uh shauna mcguire also came up with an alternate. we'll talk about that yes i'm gonna i'm gonna abandon you all for myself because I'm, I'm gonna go gonna go for a walk i might too now before i before I go get delicious culvers, delicious culvers, or just walk yes. to the delicious culvers. It's a little too far for that. Yeah, I know. Plus, I have to go do a grocery pickup afterwards. So, yep. you so get me a... as heck if you try to. Anyway, so I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I miss you. I love you. Hope you find your dad. A Real Creature Feature is created by Matt Kuklinski, starring Matt Kuklinski, Michael Seaman, and Dean Snow. Any questions, comments, artwork, or general inquiries can be sent to realcreaturefeature at gmail.com. You can view any submitted fan art and pictures on our Instagram at a real creature feature. Some episodes were recorded weeks in advance due to our current sporadic recording schedule. Any comments left will be seen and addressed at some point, and you will be credited unless you tell us you wish to remain anonymous. If you like the podcast, please leave a review on the podcast app that works best for you. It really helps us out. Also, tell your friends, enemies, and total strangers about the podcast. They might enjoy it too, and that can bring us all closer together. It's just like giraffes. Giraffes aren't natural. They are not. They're freaks. They got kicked out of a weird world and into our world because they were too weird. Is this also from Owl House? Yeah. It's very first episode. Yeah. Oh, Dean, you haven't seen it yet. Um, Because they end up, uh, spoiler alert for you, they end up in the human realm at the end of the second season. They meet a giraffe in that one. There's a reason why they were kicked out. Okay. They are genuinely scary. Yeah, giraffes are actually pretty scary. And they don't make any calls. Nope. Am I missing? Welcome to my world. You know, with horses, you got your neigh, and you got your pigs, and you got the point. Giraffes don't have a call. They don't? I could have gone with the obtuse thing. Yeah, they don't have connection to Verizon. (laughs) No, I appreciate Guess who's who's providing... Today's money for this episode. No one, because we don't have a sponsor. Now you're going to make me cut all this again. Yup. But they don't make any calls. They are, as far as I understand, they... That's a baby. Baby's name. That's just the guy recording it. No, that was a baby. Um, Crap noise. Get off sounds. I thought they made a mewing. Ooh. I was gonna say, I've always heard that they made a, me- a mooing sound of a cow. Yeah, and I'm like, they also have a really long neck, so that's a lot of things that could make them. Too, too, their vocal cords are too big. Ah. Where did you get that data though that they don't make a call? That they don't have a call, Dean. Uh, uh, I've, I believe I've heard it multiple places, but I think the last mm. unicorn mm. has. Uh... I want to call Peter S. Beagle a liar. Well, it's a book called The Last Unicorn. It doesn't yeah. have to be all yeah. that factual. But uh, that's why we don't have unicorns anymore. Because they turned the last unicorn into a woman. Okay. So, while Dean's looking that up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... So. But then, oh, I guess they also could talk about colorization, too. Colorization. I mean, but coloration also... be environmental? Yeah. Oh, here it is. Okay. 
What you got? An arrow whisked, uh, an arrow squealed out of the dark, sliced a wedge from his ear, nicked the horse of the man riding behind him, and skittered away like a bat. The outlaws scattered off uh, to scattered to the safety of the trees, and Jack Jingly yelled with, uh, with rage, "Damn your eyes! I gave the password ten times over. Let me, let me only get your hands on ye." We changed the password while you were gone, Jack, came the voice of the sentry. It was too hard to remember. Ah, you changed the password, did you? Jack Jingly dabbed at the bleeding ear with a fold of Schmendrick's cloak. And and how was I to know that, you brainless, tripless, liverless get? Don't get mad, Jack, the sentry answered soothingly. You see, it doesn't really matter if you don't know the new password, because it's so simple. You just call like a giraffe, the captain thought of it himself. Call like a giraffe, the giant swore till even the horses fidgeted with embarrassment. Yanini, a giraffe makes no sound at all. The captain might as well have us call like a fish or a butterfly. I know, that way nobody can forget the password, even you. That is, that's crazy. So, yeah. Wow. And factually wrong. Yeah. I mean, they, <laughs> they make a humming sound. It's almost yeah. like, uh, like almost like a cow mewling. Yeah, except way deeper. Yeah, well, it's, it's got, like all it's got, that way to travel. It's got, it's got, it's got a lot of neck. It's, it's got, got a lot vocal of vocal cords and said neck. Hey, look at this. 